Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? Man, I'm doing great. How are hey, you? Today is April 15th, which would normally be tax day. Right. Not this year. Not this year. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> See, we oh can gosh. look on the brighter side. You can tell I'm still a little hoarse from my illness, whatever I've gotten uh, inside of me. Right. <laughs> I had it yesterday. Why don't you keep it there? I need to let it out. (laughs) Get it out of me. No. Yeah. Keep it right there. We started this podcast without any forewarning as to what we're going to talk about. And uh, I'm going to ask you, Mm -hmm. without any uh, predetermined ideas, uh, I want you to put yourself in the position of a salesperson in a dealership. I'm a salesperson in a dealership. You got that? Mentally, I'm picturing that right now. Yeah, I need a new pair of shoes because mine keep wearing out every three months. Because you're a salesman? Because I'm a salesman. I'm always walking around the lot. So right now there's a hole in my right shoe as I'm imagining being a salesman. So you get to the dealership because you're an essential worker during this COVID-19. Yeah, I mean... Am I? Is my dealership open? <laughs> you're, you're, you're in in our theoretical dealership here. Your dealership is open okay. and, and working. Okay. Uh, what do you do today? Uh, get on the phones. Whoa! Work social media. Get on the phones. I'm doing something to get my name uh, in front of or in the minds of. Everyone I can. Okay, drill down on some of that. You're on the phones. What, what, uh, I'm calling what? previous customers. Hey, just checking in, seeing how you are, you know, dealing with this stay-at-home order. You know, can I bring you anything? You need some milk? You need toilet paper? Right. Especially those who you see through your CRM have equity in their their vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> so you deliver right. the milk in a brand new one. You. <laughs> it's all about that almighty dollar to you, isn't it? Amen. Right? Amen. Hey, we got to keep the economy moving. Oh, my goodness. Right? We have to do our part, John. No, I think uh, uh, any good you can do is, uh, number one, it's brand building, but also, hey, it's good for the soul, man. Right. It's uh, You're doing good for your fellow man. Amen. And that can only be rewarded. You you cannot outgive God, they say. Okay. So, the more you give, the more you get. Well, so you're you're calling previous customers. Oh, you want to get down into specifics, not just, just my philosophy I, I, on giving. I, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, <laughs> Let's do a great, podcast great. Oh, on that, that, that's awesome. Yeah, no, John's philosophy of giving. Right. So. Yeah, let's let's get back to. Uh, no, this is a business podcast. Saturday morning sales meeting with John and Ray. That's, we that's what we're doing that. here. Yeah. We, now we have not forgotten it any longer. <laughs> you forgot it. This is Saturday morning sales meeting with John and Ray coming to you from the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River on Saturday, my favorite day of the year. Right. Now and we've got all the plugs in there. You got them all, the standards. Uh, <laughs> it is a, a nice day. It's about 50 degrees outside. Yeah, man, it looks nice. 68. So, so to get back to the uh, what I proposed to you, yes. not a bad day, sunny, nice. If you got a little windbreaker or something, man, to I, go out and walk the lot. With that, hey, I'd be walking the lot. But yeah, I mean, getting out of the uh, dealership, going to see customers. Uh, you know, can I bring you a new model to look at? Uh, can I come pick your car up for an oil change? Um, you know, these things that are rapport building and brand building. But yeah, as far as like, how do I get an immediate deal today? How can I work a prospect? I would certainly, you know, do any kind of data mining that that I could. And obviously, 
you know, in the past, uh, previous to this scenario, right. I would want to have pulled some lists and known, you know, what works well, what doesn't. You know, we talked about this on a previous episode is how to build campaigns. Well, you don't just build it and then call 500 people and then move on to the next one. No, you want to do some analysis and see was this uh, effective? Did I close any deals off this? And what a great time to do that, right? Well, I mean, yeah. we, we know we're not going to have a whole lot of floor traffic. We don't have to worry about missing the next up because people have been banished to their homes. Yeah. Um, so therefore, now let's do all the... I, I, I love having an opportunity to do the the things that I've meant to do for a long time right. and haven't gotten around to. I mean, it's kind of like the, I saw a post of a guy who said, you know, he always felt like if he was ever locked up, if he was ever put in jail, <laughs> yeah. that when he walked out, he would be in the best shape of his life because he'd be working out every day. He'd be smarter than he's ever been because he'd be reading books and taking courses and whatnot. And, you know, all these things that he would do in this isolation that he was forced into. And now that he's actually been forced into isolation, he's realized uh, none no, of that no, was no. true. Yeah. yeah. It was all, I think all you beat. got that from a podcast I see you. Because I listened to uh, no. this podcast. No? No, I, I well, they remember. Well, this guy said the exact same thing on this podcast. Well, then maybe he typed it up and posted it on Instagram. How ironic. That's so weird. Yeah. Or maybe that Instagram guy heard the podcast and stole that idea. Or maybe it's just a comment thread. I mean, a you number think? of people have had the same thought. No, I think it's got to originate <laughs> with one <laughs> person. one person. Yeah, just like our in. podcast is the originator of a lot of we know social that. media. We know. Speak, yes. Yeah. We what we talk about today will be the trend uh, tomorrow mm-hmm. and, and next week. Hey, so you heard it here first, folks. Every time. <laughs> this is all fresh, good content that nobody else is coming up with. Um, we got the scoop. So so we're talking about Yeah, hey, you know, we got the scoop, eh? Yeah, come get your news, yeah. <laughs> I love when you cut me off with ridiculous crap. <laughs> That's always fun for me, and hopefully for the listeners. Um, and then we talk about it during editing. Right. Right. Well, I'm, like, you... I'm like, Ray, I did that on purpose. I'm not really that much of a jerk. <laughs> and, and that's good for people to hear, is that you're really not the jerk you come across as. You, you, uh, you're a soft-hearted guy. I mean, if they yeah. you know hear your philosophies on giving and your yeah. close relationship with your family members, they realize you know there's there's a soft core inside that tough exterior. And then I cut you off, right, with, with some newsboy, <laughs> or or I'll Actually. say something that I feel like is relevant, and you'll be like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So moving back. Yeah. <laughs> we did that happen yesterday, actually. Yeah, it's happened quite a few well, times. Well, it's because I didn't get the point. Right. And it's, I was like, this, this doesn't make any sense, so let's move on. And then I listened to it, and it made a whole lot of sense. I feel like you're listening to respond rather than listening oh, to shit. understand. Yes. So that's it. Was, so we're talking about you know the activities that, that we know that we should be doing but yet you know in the effort to not miss that next up that next floor up that opportunity we don't get around to right yeah we get interrupted in the middle of it yeah yeah, that screen time you know sitting in front of the computer doing those those types of activities and and the phone calls like Mm -hmm. you mentioned you'd be on the phone uh and analyzing 
previous campaigns and opportunities what you were going to say something yeah i was going to say it's a great time to shoot a couple of videos like just an introduction video it's a great you know we've had a podcast on this before on social media but it's a great time to start a youtube channel where you do walk arounds on every new model that you sell absolutely uh it's a great time to open an instagram account and just put out a little video of you in front of the sign of the dealership saying you know, hey, just want to let you guys know or remind you, you know, I'm John Higgins and I work here at Higgins Ford. Right. Do some of those things that, again, you like you said, you may not have time. You may be putting them off because you have a customer in front of you normally. Right. And now you don't have that excuse. Yeah. So, yeah, be creative and, and use this time wisely. I love the explanation of social media of it's like hosting a party. Mm-hmm. Right. But if if you don't put content out there you're hosting a party and you're not showing up at your own party, right? I mean, you know, you're you are inviting people to yeah. come engage with you and yet you're and not you're bothering. Absent. Yeah, and you're not bothering to to yeah. be present to engage. Huh. That's um, interesting. So, uh yeah, now's the time. Yeah. Right? Get some get some content on your social media, get uh get in people's stream. We don't scroll back very far when we check our social media. I know I don't. Yeah, right. I mean, so, usually within 24 hours is the most you see. Yeah. So if you haven't posted in 24 hours, then you're probably not on the forefront of anybody's mind or or in their stream of uh, consciousness social media-wise. And I just scrolled through something on LinkedIn before the show that the average American was spending like two and a half hours on social media every day. And now studies show that that's gone up 40%. Well, I would have guessed 200%. Right. But uh, I know for me personally, I'm on social media a lot more now than I normally am. Right. What about doing a walk around on new models? I love it. I know you used to do, especially when a dealership that we worked at, we would typically have one or two that we would send of a brand new vehicle to an upfit shop to put, you know, maybe a lift on a truck or some big tires on a Jeep or something like that. And you would always highlight those, which is a great one because it's a kind of a one of a kind. I think, uh, you know, one time I took one of these jacked up big tire Jeeps and I pulled it up on top of a Fiat, you know, drove it up over a Fiat. And I got in trouble for that. But I said, look, it's great social media. Right. (laughs) I mean, look at the hits I've gotten on this video. No, I didn't really do that. But you could. We wouldn't recommend that, <laughs> uh, or I would not recommend that. Speak this, for is yourself, Ray. this is Ray speaking. This is Ray speaking. I am not advocating for driving what? one vehicle on top of another. I bet that would get a million hits. Well, okay. And and then uh, you know they probably fire the guy like within a couple of hours. As long as you own the vehicle that you're driving on top of. Oh, I think just do it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, video walkarounds. Yeah, I think show something unique about that. You know, show uh, the electronics, show the, uh, you know, the the drivetrain and what makes it special. You know, Ford, I mean, I don't know, they they had the aluminum truck beds, you know, show that. We used to have a thing in the Ford showroom that literally, this is so hilarious to me. It would have like eight little things on this kind of a kiosk sitting in the middle of the showroom. 
Uh, and it had like the tow hooks between a Ford and a Chevy. It had like the seat material between a Ford and a Chevy. And one of the things it had the bolts that hold the bed to the frame. And it showed how the Ford ones were thicker and longer and more robust. And so I was kind of a rookie. And so I had this customer that's kind of comparing and he tells me, I'm not sure if I want to buy a Chevy truck or a Ford truck. I said, well, come look at this kiosk. And so I'm going through all the things and he stops me at the bolts that are holding the trailer, the bed on. And he says, John, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to show me all this stuff. But I have never, in all the trucks I've owned, I've never had a bed come off of one of them. <laughs> right. So never I'm not really that concerned. Right. Yeah. Is that a common problem with a lot of trucks? Because, you know, I've owned quite a few. Never once has the bolt had been a problem to me. Right. I've never had a bolt snap and the bed fall. Never got to the point where I went, you know what? If I had a thicker bolt on there, (laughs) man, that would have made all the difference for me. If someone was selling Ford trucks back in the early 2000s, they'd probably know the kiosk. I remember going to a a drive event with, uh, with Ram trucks, and they pulled the... The Ram truck up on uh, one of those uh, platforms that, you know, kind of was at an angle where the two of the tires were lower than the other two tires. And even one of the tires was off the ground because of the angle of the ramp. And they showed that the steel frame on the Ram truck actually held the truck in place so that it didn't twist so much. And on the Chevy and the Ford, you couldn't get the back door open because the frame was so twisted. But on the Ram truck, you know, now how you would show yeah. that other than maybe videotaping that event yeah. uh, to a customer. But you could certainly give them the story of being at that event. Um, didn't, we, didn't we go to an event like in Atlanta for Ram trucks where... You I think know, they that's had the a, one I'm talking about. They had us drive them through an obstacle course. Right. And, and you could sit, they had, you know, 20 of us watching one guy drive. Oh, yeah. And you could see the beds flexing as they went over these, like, opposing speed bump type things. I right. forget what they call that. Like, in, in motocross, they're called something. Yeah. Those the, bumps. The whoop-de-doos or something. Yeah, I, I think it is whoop-de-doo. I think that's the technical term. <laughs> whoop-de-doo. <laughs> uh, but then at a, at, at a uh, Chevy truck drive event, right, for when I was at a, mm-hmm. a, a GM dealer, uh, they would place something in the, you know, kind of in the center of the bed. And uh-huh. then they would ask in, in the Ford, Chevy, and Ram truck. And then they would say, okay, reach in from the outside and grab that thing in the middle. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the Chevy had a step in the, you know, on the corner that they could much more easily reach in and grab. And the other two, you guys reaching across and trying to climb up on the tire and all this stuff. So, you know, they all certainly have ways to uh, highlight the advantages that they place into their vehicles. Yeah, and be sure and show in your video walk around. Let's be sure and show the bed step. You know? Right. Oh, yeah. It's all about the bed step. And using, you using the bed step. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, put something in there. Put another sale. Did you well, ever do, do the you, trip? You know what? That brings me to, what do you Go think ahead. if you've got a, let's say, a newer model uh, alternate brand mm-hmm. than your brand, do a, you know, side-by-side comparison to say, hey, here are some of the featured highlights that ours have that theirs doesn't so before i got into the comparative it seemed like you had something that you were gonna well i was just gonna ask you about like trunk space you know we always had a a patented move we did we'd call over the rookie salesman and say hey doug come here come here help me out with this they they don't believe 
that a human can fit in this trunk. <laughs> well, there was a contest we did one time. $50, cash and fist, if you if you climbed in the trunk to show the trunk space. You know, and you were within view from the sales tower. Really? Yeah. I have. If, if a sales manager saw you climbing in a trunk to show the customer that it had Man, big trunk space, I've done the more worse, or less. I've done worse <laughs> for less. Yeah, <laughs> fifty bucks of all I got. I'd live in that trunk. Yeah. So, so you'd pull right up. You'd pull right up to the I, window, right? Honk the horn, say, "Show them." I'm going to show you how the horn works. Right, and then now let me show you the trunk trunk space. Oh no, I'd be laying in that trunk, and when a customer, I'd listen for a customer to come by and pop the trunk. Hey guys, look how much trunk space there is here. All right, so uh, back to what is our topic for today. Mm -hmm. Talked about data mining. We talked about making phone calls and reaching out to those customers on a campaign. Mm -hmm. kind of basis and we talked about doing videos and updating social media you got anything else well, i mean email text yeah i don't think they're nearly as effective as social media and phone calls so that would kind of be my last resort okay uh but yeah i mean it's certainly and it, take the time to individualize your emails right i mean really try yeah. to get as specific as you can or, yeah, and, and or engaging your CRM as you can. if, if uh, there are people you've been working i mean heck this is a great time to pull up everybody you worked for the last six months and just do the phone call hey man we haven't talked in a while you know that's my fault i'm sorry but are you still in the market or did you find what you were looking for right right go through and kind of clean out your uh, your task list yeah. absolutely now's a great time to work the service <laughs> lane too Oh yeah, I thought you were going to say now's a great time to actually do those yeah. tasks. You've actually you've just been hitting complete, complete, right. complete, complete. Yeah, actually do the task for once. Yeah, you might be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, maybe you realize why there are tasks in there to begin with. Right, but but service what do you lane, think? oh yeah, that's you know a beautiful I mean, idea. Service lanes are going to be an essential service, uh, an essential business, uh, even if they get to the point of of saying the retail side isn't, which they have not gotten to that point, at least in the dealers that I've spoken with. Um, well, but the service lane, you know, people got to have their vehicle service. I, I would get a list of all of the, uh, how you finagle this, could be on a dealership by dealership basis, but I would love a list. If I'm just a salesman in a dealership, I would go to the service advisors and say, do you have any declined work? And now you can call these people and say, hey, I noticed that your transmission is about to fall out and needs $3,000 repair. Uh, what if I could get you in a newer vehicle? You won't have any payments for 90 days, and you don't have to worry about that $3,000 repair bill. Yeah. And, I mean, go uh, go troll the, the service, the actual service department, right? I mean, yeah. you see some of your A-techs working on vehicles. Hey, what what's going on with that? Or, you know, you got a good relationship with the advisors, Hey, who do you got who has a big service bill? Yeah. I can't think of anything the, the techs would love more than to have a bunch of salesmen scrolling through right. and going, well, what yeah. you doing to this one? <laughs> and then a race to the phone. Yeah. <laughs> What's that customer's name? Well, hey, hey, a little, uh, you know, uh, grease the wheel, so to speak. You know, a little $20 lunch voucher uh, can go a long way to uh, getting a couple of leads that maybe aren't public. Oh, yeah. You know? I'd always buy breakfast sandwiches for the guys in detail. Yeah? Because you want the guys in detail on your side. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's right? Like, so uh, you shoot yours to the front of the list or in front of the, the line of, of vehicles that they got to do. Hey, oh, it's Ray's. Yeah, yeah, bring it in, bring it in. No, 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 you're next. Come on. 
Absolutely. That's invaluable. We're showing all our dirty secrets, all of our... You know, but, and here's the thing. Anybody at the dealership could do this stuff. Yeah. But 90% of the salespeople won't. So it's not like you're going to have, a, you know, yeah. the whole mob of salespeople going through the, buying the service lunch for lane. The porters. Or buying lunch for the porters or, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, breakfast for the detail guys. And so, you know, even though these ideas are not, you know, new, even though you heard it here first. Success often comes down to doing the things everyone agrees we should be doing, but no one actually is. But you're the one who actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think more than enough to keep a salesman busy today to further his uh, his selling. Hey, you know another great idea? Tell me. Sanitizer. If you can get a hold of a case of sanitizer. Oh, gosh, yeah. Man, give that out. You know, if you sold a new car and gave out a bottle of sanitizer, ooh, that'd be a pretty cool idea right now. That is. You know, you know what I did was, and this is more on the delivery aspect than the sale aspect, yeah. but um, you could buy, have you ever seen, have you ever been to an Ikea? Ikea. Like Pier 1? My wife loves Ikea stuff. I think... Uh, I hate Ikea stuff. Oh, yeah? I like this the final product, but you have to build it yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I have to buy two of whatever I get. How because come? the first one, I screw up building it. But by the time I'm done building it, I know exactly how to build that thing. <laughs> I'm so good at those, I usually don't even need all the parts they include. <laughs> I end up with stuff left over that I can use on other projects. And then you realize what that thing was for after you're done, and you go, oh, crap, you know? Uh, Oh, I didn't look at that. That was the medium-sized bolt, not the large bolt. Now I got an extra large bolt that won't fit where the medium-sized was supposed to go. It's like uh, it goes back to the truck beds. It's all all about the bolts. So, But what I would do is at Ikea for like, I mean, I think they sell them for like 99 cents, but these big bags... Mm-hmm. Made out of like tarp material, that blue tarp material. Mm-hmm. So they're really rugged. They're they're very durable and they're cheap. They're ninety nine cents. Oh, I've seen with the, the, the short handles and long handles on them. So I would buy like twenty of those things. Yeah. And every time I'd sell a car, I would give it to the customer to transfer their oh, stuff. Oh yeah. Because it was big enough that it didn't matter what they had, they could fit in there. And it wouldn't and tear. It was durable and it was yeah. even kind of you know waterproof. It would hold if it was something that was kind of greasy or a little bit wet or whatever. And, and then, then three know, years later. When they traded it in, it was still in their trunk. Right. They were still using it. They were still using it. Did you write in black magic marker like Ray? Uh, No, but I should have. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to call those people and say, hey, write my name on your IKEA bag. (laughs) But, you know, just something that you could do to set yourself apart or to to give the person a better experience, especially at that delivery process, because that's when you're going to go in and ask for the... The, uh, hey, of your friends and family, who's the next well, most likely person to buy a car? Yeah, and I love the uh, thing, you know, this is long ago, but the Elise Kephart little trick of she put a $2 bill in the inside the gas cap. So when you opened the little flap, you saw a $2 bill and her business card. And it was full when you bought it, so right. you didn't see that for like a week and a half. And then you were like, oh, that's cool. Elise thought of me, you know. Yeah, a week and a half. God, How long often do you fill up? Every couple days. Really? Yeah. Lately, I've been filling up about once a month. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, John brings us to the end. Well, we're going fishing now, right? Let's go catch us a big one. Did you fish yesterday? Yeah. Did you catch anything? No. 
Wow, it's kind of as muddy as it was and high as the water is. I know the water is so high. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, hey, we digress. Yes, we do. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Saturday morning sales meeting. Yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you. If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray. We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info, Ray, at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. It's info, Ray, at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com? No, Ray, it's just info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. So just info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. You've got it. Great.